This next story is a heavy one. Uh, a police board in Southern Ontario is gathering input from the public as it prepares to ask the federal government to add the term femicide to the criminal code, a move that some advocates say is a crucial step in addressing a national crisis. The London P uh, Police Service Board is looking to hear from community members, women's advocates and experts as it prepares to send the letter to Ottawa. Uh, the last date away on that is uh, July 31st. Femicide, of course, is uh, uh, crimes against women, crimes that are gender gender violence, gender-based violence, um, and comes after we hear so many cases uh, of women being killed uh, by their partners uh, in their own homes, uh, being targeted by former spouses, former um, uh, people that they were in relationship with, and just uh, those those that want to hurt women. And so adding femicide to the criminal code will make that difference. Megan Walker is a member of the London Police Service Board, and she's spearheading the initiative to have femicide added to the criminal code. Me Megan, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you for having me, Rubina. So can you tell us why is it so important to you to have femicide added to the criminal code? Well, right now, any woman that is uh, murdered is listed as being, um, it's listed in statistical data as a homicide. And homicides actually reflect killing of men, um, not killing of women. And femicide is the term that would reflect um, the killing of women because they are women and killing of girls because they are girls. And so it's important that we name this and that we see statistical data that comes out all the time, listing separately femicide from homicides, uh, so that society can get a better understanding of just how significant this issue is. And we can then, you know, put our minds towards um, resolving this issue. So it's a very important distinction that has to be made. Yeah, absolutely. Because if a woman is killed simply because she is a woman, that should be separate from if someone is killed because they were wrong place, wrong time, or they were in a situation where um, they, you know, they were killed by someone that, you know, not because they were a woman, but because uh, they happened to be murdered. It, it definitely, there definitely is a distinction there. C can you tell me how prevalent is gender-based violence and why that, that sort of leads you to believe that femicide should be added to, uh, to, to the criminal code? Um, every 36 hours in Canada, a woman or girl is murdered. And I think of that so often and I think, oh my God, every 36 hours, and it really could be any woman or any girl in society, our children, our neighbors' children, our neighbors, whomever it is. And, you know, this is a crisis. When we think of 36 women and girls murdered every, tw you know, 24 hours, I'm like, wow, like, what? It, why are we not addressing this? It's critical that we address this issue because it's critical that we take action as a society to end this atrocity. Yeah, absolutely. And and this comes after there was a really stark case of three women killed in 2015 by the same man. They all had been in past relationships with this individual. And there was a lot of red flags um, that this person was at risk of, uh, of, of, of harming these women. Can you tell us how this story has really um, has pushed your, uh, your initiative along to add femicide to the cr criminal code? Well, it's this, it's the story you've mentioned, as well as the stories of 175 women who were murdered last year. And so that's up significant from previous years, the number of women murdered. 
Um, you know, so so for women, largely the most dangerous place for them is in their own homes. Um, women are murdered in targeted killings, oftentimes because they um, there is a hatred towards women. We have a situation right now where without a definition of femicide, it's very difficult to lay hate-motivated crimes, um, charges, against individuals. And so there is a very significant relationship between hate crimes, male violence against women, and femicide. And we need police departments and governments to ensure that data collection reflects that, because we know if it's reflected, there will have to be action. Yeah, that was that leads to my next question. If we if we if femicide becomes part of the criminal code, how could that work to keep women safe? Well, because we're naming the problem. And so we're no longer going to be lumping um, women in with victims of homicide because homicide really reflects the name homicide comes from the Latin derivative of um, killing of men. And so we don't have a space right now in the criminal code for the killing of women. It's absolutely critical because once we name the issue, we can start resolving the issues associated um, with femicide. And you know, honestly, this this has been going on for so long. I mean, I've worked uh, in the violence against women sector now for 25 years. It just doesn't get any better. And, you know, the Canadian Femicide Observatory under the directorship of uh, Myrna Dawson has been advocating for this to happen for years. And she's done so much research to show the benefit of naming femicide. Um, and now it's time to act. No more research. You know, I don't want to count dead women anymore. I want to count the lives of women who are alive and thriving in society. And that's why this initiative is so important. And it's also important to know that it was unanimously supported by the London Police Services Board um, to move in this direction. And Minister Lametti said the other day he was open to taking some action. And in addition to that, um, Premier Legault said, of course, that they would support this initiative, that there's been too many women killed. So there is definitely momentum for this. Um, and, and the ultimate outcome, of course, is to save the lives of women and girls. So the the last day to weigh in on this uh, on on this is on July thirty first. Uh, the letter that you are going to be sending to Ottawa. What are you hoping between now and then uh, to happen so that that letter can be um, that much uh, more uh, st- that much stronger once it gets to Ottawa? Well, at this point, we are receiving phenomenal support from across the country, from police associations, from police departments, from individuals, from women's advocates. Um, And once we take all that information, I'm sure there's plenty of advice in there for how we should do things. We are going to incorporate it into the final report to the Police Services Board that will uh, be tabled on September the 15th. Um, And then the, the outcome we hope, is that there's enough support from the communities across the country um, that the government will actually take uh, action and define femicide in the uh, criminal code. And then, of course, after that happens, there's a lot of work around education of police officers and communities. So it it is a process, but this is a definite first step. Um, And so far, we've been really thrilled and delighted with the number of organizations across the country who have um, written to support us.
Yeah, it is uh, really heartening to hear that there are so many different uh, police service boards that are um, that are supporting you and are interested in in knowing uh, where this letter is going and 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 adding femicide to the criminal code seems like a priority to to, to many. Uh, thank you so much, uh, for Megan, for joining us today on the program, bringing us up to date on your efforts uh, to to bring femicide. Uh, to the forefront and to make sure it's added to the criminal code so that we can properly understand what's happening uh, with women and gender-based violence. Thank you so much, Rubina, and you have a great weekend. You as well. That's Megan Walker. She's a member of the London Police Services Board, and she's spearheading the initiative to have femicide added to the criminal code.